Hey y'all, what is up? So excited to be back. I am sorry, I've been a little MIA, but we are going to really dive in deep, sweet, short, and fast today because I have been really called here lately to help some people with kind of overcoming a few entrepreneurial fears. So we had one of our best performing podcasts right now has been um, how to kind of make some extra income as a nurse and practitioner. And I wanted to really kind of give a little bit more of a little bit more substance to that. So today, that is exactly what we are going to be chatting about. Hey y'all, Lauren Dewar, a family doctor of nursing practice coming at you. And if you are a mom in medicine looking to have less stress, more time, and more energy so you can get home and be happy and healthy with your babies, and maybe even build a little bit of side hustle and financial freedom on the side, this is your place. Welcome to the Nurse Practitioner's Lifeline. Now, I always... If, if you follow me for a while, you know that I do have a deep spiritual belief. Um, I believe that it's God, and I do believe in God, and I believe the Bible, I believe the word of the Bible, and that is something that I try very hard to make sure that I am staying in alignment with in everything that I do. And, you know, sometimes in business, I've shared before that, you know, I, I kind of let my life get out of alignment before, and so I always kind of keep myself in check. And one of the one of the scriptures that I use to keep myself in check whenever thinking about my business and how it's growing is John 7, 3, 8. He who believes in me, as the scripture said, from his innermost being will flow rivers of living water. And I always think, how am I pouring into my people? Because we don't want to be stagnant like a swamp. We don't want to be stagnant like a swamp. We want to make sure that we are growing, that we're having a, a fresh influx of, of, of spiritual growth, of, of mental growth, of, of, of our, our better, our better being. And that not only we're, we're having the influx in ourselves, just like a, a thriving pond will have a river coming into it or a stream coming into it. And then it usually has a stream coming out. And that means that we, you know, we share with other people. And that's really and truthfully what I look at from an entrepreneurial standpoint is how am I literally helping other people? I know that we focus a lot on money and and marketing strategies, those kind of things, and that stuff is fun to to measure and to look at conversions and to really like I talk about you know influxes of cash that you can you can just build something and have an influx of cash, and that's what's so awesome about being an entrepreneur. But if we get too tied up in it, it's really about the person on the other side and who you're helping and who you're changing in that. So I kind of wanted to chat a little bit today about kind of the mindset shifts that I kind of had to have in my life in order to make this a reality for, for myself and becoming an entrepreneur and just some of the some of the mindset shifts that I had to have. And I think that's really how we're, we're probably going to focus in and hone in on, on today because it's something that was really kind of a an aha moment for me whenever I was actually, I think I've shared this before with y'all, but I was pulling up to the ICU unit whenever I was an, an ICU nurse. And I was pulling up to the unit in my little Cadillac coupe and I felt pretty, you know, on top of the world. I was about to graduate as a nurse practitioner and I thought, I need to be more mature about what I'm doing. So I'm going to quit listening to music on the way to work and I'm going to start listening to audiobooks. I heard a lot of successful people do that. So that's what I was going to start doing. 
The first one I did was Rich Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki. And he was talking about, you know, the rich dad and the poor dad. And I thought, oh, I'm probably going to be the rich dad. <laughs> and then I learned that the PhD dad, living salary, paycheck to paycheck, he was actually not the rich dad. He was actually the poor dad. He was in debt to school. And I was like, oh, I'm in debt to school. He was in debt to his home. I was in debt. He was in debt to his car. I was in debt. Now hear me when I say I believe in leveraging good debt. If I'm going to put down $300 on something and pay $300 a month, but I know that I'm gonna have a return of you know, 10k in the near future, I'm going to do that. If the numbers add up, if they match up, I'm going to do that. So I believe in good debt. I believe in real estate debt. Uh, that's my personal belief. I don't believe in car debt. That's why I'm still, I'm probably about to pay off my car because um, business has been good. So I'm probably about to just completely pay off my car and not have a car payment. And I'm not going to get a new car unless I have to with, with the car seats. I don't know. We'll have to see <laughs> because I have a baby on the way and the, I, I drive, I still drive a Cadillac, but it's uh, an SUV now. It's not a little souped up coupe and uh, it's a much more practical vehicle. And if I have to, I'm, I may end up getting another car, but it'll be out of practical reasons, not out of a higher, you know, I'm not going to go get a more expensive car necessarily. I'll still stay within a practical car because car debt is not wealth. And that's something that I had to make a change of in my life. And I really started making those shifts. So whenever I started looking into things, I thought, okay, so maybe I want to do stocks. And I read a lot, you know, I read on Tony Robbins, who has the money book. And I read the entire thing, the Bible, and I studied it and I learned everything I could. I learned about options and all these different stock stuff. And what I really found out at the end of the day is that even then they're only going to see about an 8% return of investment. So you really have to have some pretty big cash flow in order to see something fast. And I do invest in the stock market. I have matching with my employer and I will put in the full amount. So I have a good chunk of change for that set up there, but I don't do anything more than that because I can put into a business and see that grow way faster. Like whenever I first invested with my business coach, it took me two months to see that money back. And then it was nothing but profit. You know, by then I was hitting the, the 10K months at least. And then here recently, my business hit the 20K months and it was a lot faster growth than it could have ever been in the stock market. But I always look at how can I leverage that? How can I leverage money that I have and put it into something else? Now that my business has grown again, guess what, I, guess what I did? I invested it back into my business because I found somebody who could help me be able to learn how to leverage that and turn, you know, and, and see like 4X return on investment, ROI. And so I'm always looking for how do I go ahead and grow that? Because I have to look at myself as being in, the, in that wealth growth factor. I don't, I don't look at myself as somebody who has just necessarily arrived and, and I don't ever have that mindset anymore. Like I used to, whenever I both proverbially and, uh, figuratively and physically pulled up to the ICU unit thinking that I had quote unquote arrived and it hit me like a ton of bricks that Lauren, you were the, you were the poor dad. You were not on your way to become the rich dad and not that being rich has to happen for everybody. And the rich is a, is a very subjective thing. Um, you know, wealth and all of that is, is very subjective, but nonetheless, I find that it's also much more peaceful because I don't chase, you know, having all of these things and these items or the purses. Like I could afford an expensive purse. I don't buy an expensive purse. I like my $50 purse. I think it's pretty. I think it looks nice. I think it feels nice and it works. <laughs> 
and it works. And I don't feel that pressure of, I need to be spending that money on something that's not going to, to grow my, to grow my wealth. So I, I made that, I made that shift in my life and it's really, it's been freeing, but in doing that, I really had to make a lot of changes in my mindset because I had thought for the longest time, you know, I feel like a salary was, was safety. I thought that having a high salary in a job was safety. And I felt that entrepreneurship was kind of shaky. It was kind of unknown. And then I really started to realize one, well, even if you work for somebody, you work for a business and that business can go under any time and you have no control over that. Two, you're set to only earn how much ever they want you to earn. Whereas when you're an entrepreneur, once you start learning how to run a business, how to make those injection flows, you can decide when you want to do them. You can decide when you want to back down some. You can decide, hey, I don't want to work as much. This this last week, this last couple of, of weeks, you know, I haven't um, been been around near as much. But honestly, guys, I have you know things in my life going on that needed my focus. So that's where my focus went because I needed it. And it's not that, that I don't prioritize and I don't love serving you all because I, honest to goodness, honest to goodness, do love doing that. But we all have our priorities, right? And that's that's one thing that whenever I stepped into the entrepreneurial world, I didn't focus on was, you know, where are my priorities and making sure they stay straight. And secondly, when I learned from people, who am I learning from? Am I learning from somebody who... You know, at their funeral, all of the business colleagues are going to say, man, that's such a good person. And they're always there for me. And they changed my life. And they did so many things for me. But the family gets up there and, you know, they don't really have much to say because they're like, well, I never really saw her. Well, that's not, you know, that's not the life that I want. So I changed, I shift focus. And I made sure that I started focusing and working with people who have that, who are working in systems that are smarter, not harder, um, like evergreen systems and ones that are, you know, accessible to, to my public without me having to always be there or be able to, you know, build traffic in a way that is, that is passive, that people will come to me. And I changed those, I changed that up when I first started, I've shared a thousand MLM and there's a lot of like hustle work in that. And I changed that mindset because I really wanted that, that true time freedom to be able to step away. And even when I stepped away, that doesn't mean my income stopped because it, it continued um, it continued because of the way that I have my business set up. So I urge you to prioritize those things. And maybe you are in a place in your life where you don't have a family and you do just want to be in hustle mode and that's totally fine. But I will say either way, you can usually always work smarter versus harder. Uh, one of the things though, that two of the things that I kind of want to touch on before, before we wrap up tonight for sure, or today, depending on when you're listening to this, it'll probably be in the morning actually. Um, one imposter syndrome, because so many people think, well, I can't do this. Like somebody else can, but I can't. And the next thing is making sure that you don't have a fixed mindset, that you know that you can grow and change. And that's kind of part of of overcoming that imposter syndrome. And what I want to say on that is, you know, even whenever you were a brand new nurse, you were a brand new nurse practitioner, wherever it was in your life, or if you're in a different part of of medicine in general, become a new parent, whatever it is, you didn't actually feel like you were that person at first, your first, your first moment of that. The first time I walked onto an ICU, ICU unit, 
I was terrified I was going to accidentally hurt somebody because I did not feel like a nurse. They said, okay, you're on your own. And I said, okay, you're crazy. (laughs) There's no way I should be doing this. The first time I walked into my own practice, not my own, my, the hospital owns it, but um, I'm, I'm the only provider here you know, that I run it. And I thought, y'all are crazy. Like, there's no way I should be doing this. And, you know, I buckled down and I made it work. And it was, you know, both situations were kind of baptized by fire, but I learned and I grew from it. And eventually I did feel like, no, I do know what I'm doing. And I do, I can own this and I can feel good about it. And, and I can have confidence. Entrepreneurship is really the same way in that you won't totally feel that way. And even sometimes whenever you start your own business and you have you know something that's that you're excited about and you're working with, but you're not really scaling it, you can still have that kind of imposter syndrome. And I want you to know, the first thing I want you to know is if you have that feeling, well, then good. Because imposters don't have that feeling. They don't feel that sense of overwhelm or worry that they can't do it or they won't perform. They're not worried about hurting somebody else because they're, they know they're an imposter. They know that they're, they're there, like not doing what they're supposed to be doing. So the, the pure fact that you, you may feel that way about it is actually a good thing. And it means that, you know, you're, you are in a right fit and you are going to grow from it. And you're self-aware enough to, to see your limitations but that doesn't mean that your limitations have to stop you because anything that you set your mind to, you are ever changing. You're not fixed. You can, if somebody else can figure it out, you can figure it out to work for you as well. And you can mold it and mold your life into whatever it is you want. You have ample opportunity in your life right now. And everything is, I think it's Maria Fario who says this, but I've always had this mindset even before I even heard her coin this. Everything is figure outable everything you can figure it out and make it work and that's exactly how in my healer home that's how that happened because I was like okay I went into overwhelmed I thought I can't do this anymore I'm overwhelmed I'm working too much I'm charting too much I can't you know I can't I can't live my life like this and I thought about just quitting everything and saying forget it we're just gonna live on food stamps and I'm just gonna go under with my school loans and I don't care and I decided okay you know what Lauren you can work smarter, not harder. And that's whenever I started learning how to chart faster and think faster and learn faster and read faster and do all those things. And that's what I share in in Healer to Home and it changed the game for me. And on that same note, this, the same part of Healer to Home that I help people with that, whenever you start finding, chiseling out those chunks of time in your life, you can start building it into, or I'm sorry, putting it into building a business then you start hiring out for stuff around the house. Then you start doing the other things. And that's the other part of entrepreneurial mindset is that you invest into your time so you have more time because the more time grows you more income and that grows you more time. Like right now, guys, I'm about to take three months maternity leave. Do I have three months of PTOs? No, I do not. Do I have, okay, I do have another income, but do I have another person or someone like that who is going to help me get through like, you know, Um, would my husband's income make a difference on that? No, it wouldn't. Like I wouldn't be able to continue to pay the bills if it weren't for the fact that I have a business that is supplementing that and that is allowing me to do that, to have that time freedom. And is that something that's going to grow into an early retirement? You bet your bottom dollar it is. And is it going to grow into something, something for uh, my people who I'm training, my women who, who I'm helping teach the same exact systems, you bet your bottom dollar it is. And that's giving me more time, right? That's giving you back your life. So 
Having that mindset of valuing your time more than anything is also a really important part of this because it's one thing you're never going to get back and you can always make more money. You can always make more money. I know you, maybe, maybe you don't feel that because you're feeling like you're running paycheck to paycheck. You're like me before I, before I had this, whenever, you know, I was actually poor dad thinking I was rich dad and I had the, the big expensive house payment, the car payment, and then I could barely pay it off. You could barely make the monthly payments. And I made that switch in my life. And part of that was I need something that's not fixed. I need an income that's not fixed. And guess what? You're not a fixed individual. You can change and mold and grow. So why should you have a fixed income all the time? Why should you, you, you deserve so much more than that. God did not build you to be restrictive in your life. He did not build you, make you into who you are so you could feel restrictive like that. And that's not, that's not from him. That's not his goal for you. So if you're in that place, you can break free from it. And I promise you, if you've gone through any kind of school, if you are an LPN, an RN, an, an APRN, CCRN, anything, if you're a nurse and if you have that ability, you have the ability to build your own business. And you have it in a way that you can do it in an evergreen system. So that's something that I had to make that change on is starting to value my time more than anything and paying somebody to be able to save and gap that time for me, get that time back for me, because that is the, you know, it's totally cliche, but time is money. It is really truthful, but time is also time is money. And then that means money is you being able to serve others the way that you want to, whether it's your family, whether it's your church, no matter what it is. So one way I had to bust out of that is I had to leave the thrifty mindset. I, I come from the Kohler background and my Kohler jeans, that's my maiden name, were very cheap. <laughs> we don't like to spend money. We like to save. We like having big savings and keeping it in there and hoarding it. And I really had to break free of that. Just like I said before, what did I do when I started making more money in my business? I should put more money back into my business. Um, I let go of that whole thrifty gene of like having to save it all and keep it all. And I will tell you what, the energy behind that is mind blowing because whenever you start, you know, like tithing and stuff like that, sometimes now I've had some pretty big checks come in and I'm like, I'm not going to lie to you. I'll be honest. Sometimes my tithing is like, it feels restrictive because I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so much money. And I'll 10% of that is so much money. And I feel restrictive. I'm like, no, let it go, Lauren. Like literally God and I are doing this together, right? Like, let's keep on doing this. Let's keep on doing this. And every time I tell him that more and more, you know, the, the company grows even more. Gosh, I hope this isn't something I'm bragging. I didn't mean for it to sound that way. And I maybe shouldn't have put this part in here, but, um, cause I don't, I don't necessarily believe in tithing and then sharing, you know, that kind of like, it's, that should be between you and God. So, but what I'm saying is I had to leave that mindset behind of that because God is going to get back to that, right? Well, it's the same thing with investing in your, in your business and investing in yourself. And it's not me. I hope this doesn't sound like I'm bragging because that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to share and show like, what is possible for you and that I used to be the cheapest of cheap people <laughs> and I broke out of that. Um, so I was able to make those changes in my life and I, I quit looking at things of how much value I get out of it as, oh, I'm sorry, how much stuff I get out of something. Like if I read a book and I only got one really great idea from, I think, oh, it's not a very good book. So now I think that one idea might make me a thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars, hundred thousand dollars down the road well worth the investment, right? 
whereas a book that's just full of a whole bunch of whole bunch of stuff that maybe I learned a whole bunch, but it wasn't a value and I didn't really learn anything that I can, you know, even if it's a cheaper book and with way more words in it, if I didn't learn anything if that translated into my life, well, that isn't near as, as, as good a quality, right? So value your time. Know that you are in control of your life and that you can, you can be the CEO of your life. You can mold it and plan it and fit into your schedule, not the other way around. And one thing that I want to kind of add, so I'm, I'm adding this in, if the audio changes that, that's why. It, we do have free will. Even the Lord gives us free will to make our own choices and to, to make our own decisions. However, so you are in control and being the CEO of your life in that, in that regard. However, I believe that being a good CEO in anything is, is also being able to listen and to know and to have that insight and that guidance and the discernment in your life. And I believe that that guidance, that that discernment, the ability to listen to your higher power, to the Lord, and make those decisions based upon what you know he has and planned for you, and that it's in alignment with that overall goal is very important. So I just, I wanted to really make certain that that part is, is clear in the message because I think sometimes, and I've, I've fallen prey to this myself, I've decided to take on too much and too much control. And that, that isn't a good thing either, but whenever you make those, those choices and, and step in the right direction, that is in alignment with your purpose. I think it's a beautiful thing. Um, just make sure you're learning from someone who has the same values as you. Make sure that you're staying laser focused on on those values, and then stay laser focused on on what it is that you want in life, and and those outcomes. Keep a good healthy balance of it, though. Don't allow it to go into one, you know, one huge cohort, one way or the other. Make sure that you're keeping that balance there for growth in the future, but also staying happy and joyous in the moment of life, no matter what it is. Even if you are really stressed out at work right now, a secret to that is to find joy in what you're doing right now. Um, and, and find, find a passion project that gives you life because it will literally give you energy. You will pop out of bed in the morning thinking, yes, I can't wait to build this. And, but do it in a smart way, guys, make your money work for you. Make it evergreen, make it passive. Now, if you're in a place where you're like, this sounds great, I don't totally understand how to do this, but I want to do this. I want to learn how to save my time. I want to learn how to build more income. I want to learn how to decrease my stress. I want to learn how to connect more with my spiritual guidance. I want to learn how I can become totally optimized myself, optimize your mind and your memory to where you can find peace in your life, but also so you can get through your day way faster so you can get home to those kiddos so you can chart faster all of those things join us in the last healer to home guys it's coming up march 1st i was not going to launch this one honest to goodness was not and i had people who who jumped in or who were asking about it i thought okay i'll open it back up and it's just it's really incredible it's the last one before baby so you know we will have more healer to home challenges but this is going to be the last one in the foreseeable future because of baby coming. And um, again, guys, my values are definitely the, you know, those three months, it's going to be me and baby, you know, I'm going to be around. Don't worry. I'm not going anywhere. I'll still do a podcast, especially I love doing these and they're so simple for me. And I hope you don't mind that. I just kind of ramble. I just kind of talk about whatever on my heart and my mind at the time, 
but, and I appreciate all support so much because I get a lot of love from y'all from these. So I really appreciate you. And if it does speak to you, please give her, give her, you know, I, I should ask that at the beginning and I never do, um, give a review. I'd appreciate it. I'd love you so much for it. If this speaks to you, if you learned anything from it, please, please, please. Um, and then also guys jump into the healer home with us because it's, it really is, really is life-changing. Um, every time I come through it, I have more and more testimonies of people who are like, this is incredible for me. This has completely changed my life. Thank you. And I'm not, again, I'm not trying to brag, I promise. Um, but just, I want this for you because if you're listening to this right now, I know that you need that. And at the very end of, of Healer to Home, it's a really very inexpensive way for you to kind of learn. And I show, you know, how to do evergreen systems and how to do passive income and learn how to find, use your passion and find an area that is, that is lower resistance, not lower resistance, sorry, lower competition area in matter what it is that you want to do so so you can scale faster and you know I kind of teach a lot about that at the end of this and we go into mindset a lot and it's it's really fun it's changed my life it's changed a lot of lives love to see y'all there um it's like 47 dollars to get in it's for an almost an entire month of getting coaching from me and I, I i guarantee it that if it is not worth your investment then you get your money back hands down I, w I would not ever just keep your money if you didn't feel like it was worth it. If, it, if you feel like it wasn't worth it, then then I would definitely honor that. I have a money back guarantee, 100%. So guys, thank you so much for chiming in. I hope that this blesses you and serves you in some way. And you have a beautiful day going forward and know that you literally are worthy and you are moldable. You are the CEO of your life and you can take control of that. Love you. Bye-bye.